You're listening to the ESPN Radio 94.1 podcast page, accelerated by Sports Innovation X. Six is bridging the gap between tech, athletes, and teams. Check them out at sportsinnovationx.com. Broadcasting from Radio Row at Super Bowl 57, this is the Tim Donnelly Show, presented by Dreamlawns on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Tim Donnelly's show live from Radio Row here in Phoenix leading up to the Super Bowl on Sunday. Priority Auto, Sports Radio, 94.1. And as always, our calls and text lines are open, 757-687-9494. And as always, on Tuesdays, we're going to get to winners and losers coming up later in the show, and we need your help for it. So right now, hit our text line at 757-687-9494. With your winners and losers. Who's winning and who's losing in the sports world? 757 687 9494. It's the Dream Laws, Dream Lawns text line. In the meantime, uh, Sean Payton has had a heck of an offseason for a guy that didn't have a season, right? He did not coach this past year, uh, and now he is coming out of quote unquote retirement after being traded from the Saints to the Broncos. Now, there's first-round picks moving, second-round picks moving. There's a lot of, of money moving from the Broncos to the, 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 the Sean Payton bank account, reportedly around $18 million, which would make him the second-highest-paid coach in the NFL. Uh, but he showed up and was not playing around. And essentially, his first comments to the media laid down the law for the Denver Broncos. We're going to talk about what that means for Russell Wilson in a second. But first, here's Sean Payton on coming out of retirement. Someone's going to ask the question, why'd you get back in, coach? And so maybe I can answer that right now. Skyline, when you work only Sundays in the Fox studio, and then you have Monday through Saturday, there's a point at which she looked at me and said, when are you getting back to work, buddy? So we all kind of live with this idea of we're going to, we're going to work to this golden spot and then we're going to retire and it's going to be wonderful and we're sold that on TV a lot and my higher owner the late Mr. Benson used to tell me how overrated retirement was and I kind of feel where he was coming from a little bit after just one year of whatever that was so so he he couldn't right couldn't sit around so he had to I guess this is kind of like uh like if you have enough money to buy every car in the world you just need a, a hobby, so you buy a fixer-upper just so you have something to work on in the garage, right? He retired. He's got the Super Bowl championship. He's a legend with the New Orleans Saints. He, he's, he has the legacy. Uh, so why not come out and, and find a fixer-upper like the Denver Broncos and try to put your spin on that and show just how good you are? Like all of us, right, when we, we do a, a dynasty mode on NCAA football video games or, or a franchise mode in Madden, if you, if you do those sorts of things, once you get it, you, know, you win like eight Super Bowls in a row, what do you do? You start over, you try to do it with the Browns, right? You, you, you shut it down, you go, I wonder if I can take Louisiana Monroe to the national championship game. That's what he's doing. And his first order of business was to say that, that Russell Wilson's personal coach, right, because he has his little side coaches, he has his, his coaches of the Denver Broncos, then his, little, his gurus, and uh, his gurus are not going to be allowed in the Denver Broncos facility, here's Peyton again talking with the media. Coach, uh, Russell Wilson had a personal coach, Jake Keeves, in the building with access who wasn't on the staff. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with that. Right, how do you feel about um, players having their own people off the staff in the building access to players? Yeah, that's 
foreign to me. That that's not going to take place here. I mean, I, I'm I'm unfamiliar with it, but our staff will be here, our players will be here, and that'll be it. That's foreign to me. That's not going to happen here. This is funny to me because the whole point of Russell wanting out of Seattle was he wanted to have a seat at the table, right? He wanted to have more influence over the franchise. And the first time Sean Payton, the first thing Sean Payton does is, oh, his way is not going to be happening with me here. Oh, his influence over our building? Yeah, that's significantly less now that I'm here. Now, that's not to say I don't think it's good for Russell. I think, it, I think this is actually the best for getting Russell back to what he was in Seattle unless there's the big rift, right? Because the million-dollar question is, does this create a rift? Does Sean Payton walk in the door and already there's iciness between Russell and, and Sean Payton? If that happens, then, then all bets are off. But in the meantime, if they can make it work, if you have Sean Payton in your building, if you have Sean Payton, the guy that worked with Breeze and took Breeze from San Diego Breeze and aided him to becoming super-duper Hall of Famer Breeze, if you have Sean Payton in your building, why would you want anyone else in your ear? Why would you want anyone else uh, on your shoulder saying, that's not how I would do it, that's not how we do it outside of the building, that's not how we do it? That's the question. Why would you want anyone else? And if you are so steadfast in your ways, if you are so steadfast in in your personal gurus, I don't know if you're ever going to work in the NFL. So it has to be, A, Sean Payton sticking to his his guns, right? He can't kowtow. He can't bow down. But, B, if Russell wasn't okay with Pete Carroll not letting him cook, right? If, If Russell wasn't okay with Pete Carroll simply saying, hey, we're going to smash mouth football, play old school, run uh, and play defense. Why would he be okay with Peyton telling him who is and who isn't allowed in the facility? Like if you think you're the boss and somebody else starts acting like the boss, how does that go? Or are you able to, and this is what everyone is hoping, right? Are you able to acknowledge that there's somebody else out there running the show and you're going to step in and, and you are going to do and play your role, right? I, I hate to go full Patriot way on you, but do your job, right? I hate to go full Patriot way on you, but do your job. If Russell wasn't okay with Pete Carroll not letting Russell cook, is he now willing to advance, right, be a, be a more uh, uh, further along emotional player and say, okay, yeah, I'll listen to Sean Payton. He doesn't want this guy in here? Fine. He wants to run the ball? Fine. He wants to play defense and run? Fine. If that gets me back to playing winning football, I'll do it. And that's, I mean, that ultimately is what it all has to be, right? If Sean Payton, I'll I'll be fair on both sides on this one here, right? Live from Radio Row, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. I'll be fair on both sides here. Payton can't come in with the sole goal of putting Russell in his place either. If he is saying, no, you can't have your squad, no, you can't have your personal coach, no, you can't have this, that, and the other on, on, in the facility simply because he wants to embarrass Russell, that's a problem as well. Everybody involved, from the coach to the coordinators to the players to the trainers to the, the everybody, has to make all of their decisions with one thing in mind, what's best for the team. And if we prove that that's happening, we'll be good to go. And Denver might actually, you know, 
win? I don't know. It's tough to say because there's still the, the Chargers and the Chiefs are still still really 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 good in that division. Uh, but but other than that, they can they can turn things around a little bit here. Okay. Sean Payton's comments on Russell. First thing he says, your guy can't be here. Pretty darn crazy. That's the Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1, exclusively from Radio Row, brought to you by Dream Lawns. We're going to be back with more, so go ahead and stick around. The Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Live from Radio Row inside the Phoenix Convention Center in the heart of Super Bowl country, it's the Tim Donnelly Show, presented by Dream Lawns on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Tim Donnelly Show live from Radio Row here in Phoenix, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Jumping in the broadcast booth with us, the Pitbull Tobacco and More broadcast booth, and sitting in the Pitbull Tobacco and More guest chairs, DJ Dozier and Michael Weatherly from Sports Innovation X. Uh, DJ, you also know, is a 757 legend that went on to play in both the NFL and Major League Baseball. So, you know what? Actually, I feel pretty comfortable saying this. There's a lot of athletes running around here. There's there's Super Bowl champions. There's uh, baseball players. But I don't. I think we're sitting at the table with the only one that's done both, as both NFL and MLB. So, DJ, thanks for making our table uh, uh, pretty unique. Well, listen, uh, always a treat to sit with you guys. Um, congratulations on uh, being here. I mean, this is a special uh, special week, for, I know, for, for you for a number of reasons. But, uh, I mean, any, any Super Bowl festivities is always exciting because uh, I think each city brings its own little nice little character to it. So uh, we're thrilled to be here and appreciate the uh, the time with you guys. It's exciting to have you both here for that exact reason, right? It's it's. A big thing for us because it seems like all of media comes together. Like the the, the Super Bowl is just a it's a nice kind of uh, point to get together with a whole bunch of people. And and you guys with your sports innovation X connections are kind of doing the NFL NFLPA pitch meetings, which uh, I'm going to describe very basically as Shark Tank for the NFL Players Association. What are you guys doing uh, doing there now that everybody kind of knows what's going on? Yeah, so um, we we have a couple of companies that would love to be a part of Pitch Day. It's a you know not a unique process, but it's a a tough process. They vet about 100 150 companies in the off season and uh, narrow it down to about six, and uh, have a pitch day, which is tomorrow. They give uh, each uh, each company a, a short period of time to pitch their product, their service, and at the end, you know, grab the panel and the panel picks a winner. Uh, it's a it's a great process. Uh, but we have a couple of companies we love to to get involved for the next for next year's pitch day. And 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 Michael, like it sounds like that is kind of right up your guys' alley, right? With Sports Innovation X, you're always looking for the next, uh, you know, breaking technology or breaking product when it comes to sports. And it sounds like the NFLPA is try, trying to kind of do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of people always ask us, now what exactly do you do? <laughs> and uh, I was throwing uh, BP to the BBLL last night for about two hours, so if my right side's laying a little bit, that's why. Uh, but one of the assistant coaches I work with, we were walking out to the car. He goes, all right, so let me just explain it in my words. You guys get to, like, find all the cool toys, and then you get to, like, talk to all the pro players and help them decide, like, which toys they want to play with, and then you make the match. I was like, that's it. That's what we do for a living. Sports Innovation X. Exactly. Right, right yeah. There. Yeah. Uh, so tomorrow will be really cool. Um, actually, one of the companies from last year's pitch day 
we're working with right now, mm. um, helping them look at you know pro sports and actually helping them in the government space too via another company that we work with. But tomorrow's an exciting day. It's cool because these people have been through a very vetted process, mm -hmm. like DJ was saying. So to be even considered a finalist is a big deal. They get to go up on stage, like you said, mm -hmm. Shark Tank, pitch in front of pro NFL pros, VC capital dollars, you know, very you know high powers business people. So this is like a big event for them. We're talking with DJ Dozier and Michael Weatherly of Sports Inf—I want to say information, but we're passing along information about Sports Innovation X, also known as Six. Both DJ and Michael sitting in our Pitbull Tobacco and More guest chairs here on Radio Row. Uh, DJ, while you're here, uh, I want to get a couple thoughts on on some insight into the game. Uh, Patrick Mahomes' baseball background has, is well talked about, right? He was a player that was drafted. His dad was a was a baseball player. Actually, played for the Tides. Uh, which they remind us about about this time every single year, um, and and with the ankle injury, the the I've I've had this thought of, you know, if you're a middle infielder or or you're you're sometimes you have to throw from weird like your feet might not even be on the ground or you're swiping the bag. Did did it help or does it help him with an ankle injury being a, a quarterback with that baseball background where you're throwing from more unique platforms? Well, you know, when you look at him at Holmes, I mean, you obviously can see he's an athlete, right? Mm -hmm. So thinking that he played baseball is not far-fetched. Yep. Um, in terms of the injury, I mean, anytime you, you're at that athletic, uh, that's when it really shines, right? When, you know, when your mo mobility is, is cut down and you need to be creative still uh, with that lack of mobility. And, and we saw it last, or what, a couple of weeks ago, yeah. right? Um, I mean, he's... He's the best out there, and uh, it's going to be interesting. I mean, high, high ankle sprain is tough. I mean, it's one of the toughest injuries, I think, at least a tough sprain because it, it lingers a little longer than a regular sprain. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do to, you know, I'm sure tape him up pretty high. Um, but I don't think he's going to have – I mean, after what we saw in the last game, I don't think he's going to have any problems. And, and uh, I have to ask you this. Uh, what would you give to run behind that that Eagles offensive line with with <laughs> all the all those monsters that are all graded at the top of their class and all these sorts of things? <laughs> well, listen, uh, every running back wants a, a huge <laughs> right uh, offensive line that's just mean as uh, as snakes, and uh, I mean they're going to be tough. It's going to be a tough. I mean, obviously they've got a great running game, mm -hmm. and there's a reason for it, right? I mean, uh, most linemen love the block. They love the run, love the run block, especially in the pros, because there's not as much of it. That, and running backs, right? They want to run block. They want to run block. Right. Put it on the offensive line, and then <laughs> you get the ball. I That's what you're right. Doing Absolutely. I'm, so I don't know if you teed up the Mahomes, if you know the history, but there is a Mahomes story with DJ, the father, not the son. Uh, no. I mean, come on now. You got it. Yeah, so um, obviously Pat Sr. Pat Sr. was a, a, a great athlete as well. Uh, he was a pitcher uh, in the Twins organization, I think, mainly. And um, we actually faced each other in the AA All-Stars. Right. Don't ask me what year that was. Uh, <laughs> I think it was, like it was a long time ago. ago. <laughs> <laughs> Old enough for Pat Jr. to be. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, we, we Playing in his third Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah exactly. a little bit of math there. Right. Uh, well, I mean, you can't tell the story. How did it end up? So uh, he actually threw me four straight balls. So, so he knew what he was working didn't with. Didn't give anything to hit. <laughs> he knew it. I love that story. Mahomes is a smart player. <laughs> throw it away when you know you don't have a play to be made. You just throw it away. Got that from his pops. Exactly. Uh, that, that, that's great. And, um, and again, the, the, the baseball connection, the baseball, football connection, it's, it's, it's all over with, with DJ Dozier and also the 757 connection, which, which we always appreciate here. Um, before we get back to some sports information or innovation, X, I'm, I'm, I promise you I won't do that more. Uh, I never do it when you guys aren't around, actually. Uh, 
when we get back to some more sports innovation X things in a second, I, I need I need some picks. Everybody that joins oh, us here at the table, oh. uh, we ask for for a pick in the game. So we're coming to both of you. Oh. I, Michael was saying, oh, as if we were only going to ask DJ. No, no, no. I don't know if I have the uh, expert opinion to be weighing oh, in here at this table, but you'd, you'd be surprised how inexpert some of the expert <laughs> opinions are. Uh, so, so D- DJ, actually, you know what? You guys can pick whichever one wants to lead off. Go ahead. You go first. I'll go, go first. Okay. So, I've been notorious to always pick the team and the the athletes on that team that have the most experience in that mm. atmosphere and of course now, we know that, which way you're, that you're leaning be, right uh now of course you know my my pennsylvania folks um may be upset with me <laughs> there's uh, a lot of penn state fans that philly. are also philly fans <laughs> right <laughs> um i've got a lot of friends you know from philly a lot of t- teammates and classmates from philly so uh they're, they're gonna be upset with me but i gotta go with the chiefs because i i gotta go with experience in this kind of atmosphere Michael? Yeah, so for me, I mean, I feel like, you know, Mahomes is coming in with that chip. He wants to get another one, but then you got Jalen, right, trying to mm-hmm. prove something as well. My gut is telling me Eagles, but I feel like with just the experience of being there a third time and coming through what they've come through this season and everything that's happened, I'd go with the Chiefs. It, it's it's funny that both of you bring up experience. That's been a kind of a running theme for, for not only us. We started the show talking about it, but the, the guests as well. Um, Last night we were at the opening night, and it's, it's big pomp and yep. circumstance, and they walk out, and the crowd goes wild, and there's smoke, and there's, and and the 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 Chiefs to me were almost like they were they were loose, they were having fun, right? They were joking, uh, right? Andy Reid's wearing the Hawaiian shirt. Then you go to the Eagles, and it was very businesslike, and it was very like we're here on a business trip, and their coaches wearing the team issued gear, and I know that's a small thing, but that kind of encapsulated it. Uh, DJ, do you? Is, is that what you're talking about, or, or can both of those work? Well, the best example I can draw from is I'll go back to my college days. So my junior year, we played for the national championship. It was the first time, mm-hmm. right, for, for that team uh, that I was participating on, in. And we were excited about being there. We lost the game. <laughs> that experience taught us something. It's not enough to just want to be there or being there, you know, being in a Super Bowl or being in a national championship. Uh, you have to get past that and be ready to prepare to win that game. And I think that's where the Chiefs are. It's, it's awesome having DJ here, right? We bring up baseball. He's got a story about facing Pat Sr. We bring up uh, uh, the, the atmosphere going into a big game. He's got multiple national championships to reference. Uh, that's DJ Dozier, 757 sports legend, but also just, just sports legend in general. Uh, if, if, if there's a business owner out there with the next cool hot product, the next thing in sports that's going to change the world, they, they've, they've heard how you guys can uh, help them get ready for the pitch day. You guys are, are connected in those worlds. How do they reach out and contact you? Yeah, I mean, so the easiest way to get us is online, and you hear it all the time mm-hmm. with you guys on the radio, but sportsinnovationx.com. That's sportsinnovation, the letter X, dot com. Boom, there I, you go. I've heard it a few times. <laughs> I've heard it a few times. Uh, guys, uh, enjoy Radio Row. Yeah, I mean, thanks. We're, we're awesome. doing our best. We appreciate you stopping by, and uh, and we'll be in touch. We talk to you guys a lot. Yeah, and we're Absolutely. getting a little golf in, too, while we're here. You're so going to play? We'll be, no. I mean, go, oh, to, we're the, go, go, yeah, to, okay. go to the Waste Management Open, there you so go. that's going to be fun. Take too. that in also. Again, yeah. there's sports everywhere around here. It's a cool week. <laughs> So uh, appreciate it. DJ Dozier, Michael Weatherly, Sports Innovation X in the broadcast booth brought to you by Pitbull Tobacco and more. We'll be back with another guest, 12-year NFL veteran coming up next. So uh, if we can track him down, we'll get him on. Stick around. This is the Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Connecting you with the biggest stars at the biggest game of the year. 
Presented by Dream Lawns, it's the Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1, live from Radio Row. Joining us now, another guest in the Pitbull Tobacco and More broadcast booth, sitting in the Pitbull Tobacco and More guest chair, Andrew Sandejo, 12-year NFL vet, safety, played uh, for a whole bunch of teams, Dallas, the Jets, Mini, Philly, Cleveland, and Indy. Uh, Andrew, appreciate you for stopping by, first yeah, of all. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, we're going to get the, the, the food questions out of the way first. You spent some time in Philly. I don't know if you heard. Juju Smith-Schuster said the best Philly cheesesteaks are not from Philly. How livid is that city with him right now? They're, they might kill that guy. <laughs> like, literally, he might not even make it till Sunday without a hit going out on him. That's what I said. I, I, like, if you want to talk trash to get under the other team, you get the whole city with one, one sentence. And Philly, I was just talking about this. The Philly fan base, they do not care. They will fight <laughs> each other. They will fight their own mom. They, like, they literally don't care. All right. So, so the, there's, there's one of the food questions. The other is, I just learned off air, you're, you're a Texas guy. Yes. Born and raised. Correct. Uh, Kansas City pretty proud of their their barbecue. Texas pretty proud of their barbecue. What's the what's the ranking? What's the compare and contrast? Uh, I I can't say that I've had barbecue in Kansas City, okay. and I'm actually not a huge barbecue guy. I grew right. up in San Antonio. We ate a lot of Mexican food, so okay. that was kind of more of my jam. All right, now now let's get to the the important stuff here. All right, uh, we're talking with Andrew Sandeo, by the way, twelve year NFL veteran who who spent quite a bit of that time with John Gannon, who, correct? Who is the the defensive coordinator for the Eagles? My boy. Yeah, I was gonna still talk often. Yep, uh, me, him, and uh, my other safety when I was in Minnesota, Harrison Smith. Mm-hmm. We're just we're in a group chat and we talk every week, um, and it's usually just you know Harrison and I kind of gassing up coach Gannon <laughs> like telling him he's soft and he's not calling any blitzes or you know we'll just mess with them from time okay, to time okay well I, I want to go dive in on that then because there was a viral video of him talking a little bit of trash out the, the window of his car ahead, yes ahead of the NFC championship game. yes so the story about that actually was that was not before the game apparently he said that that was so the day of the game he'll go in and lift in the morning uh-huh. and uh, he was saying that, that he had a police escort just to the facility so he could get his morning lift in before the game. So it was the day of the game. It was day of the game but it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't uh actually heading to the stadium apparently. It was heading out. He said it was heading into the facility to get his morning lift before the game. And the the, the stadium and the facility are right across the street. Yep. So, so is is that his personality? If 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 he sees somebody talk a little trash, he'll lower the window and give it right back. Because he said some things that, like I would, I wish I could say what he said. There's, we're gonna gut them. Is essentially yeah. what he said with words that don't go on the radio. Right. Um, he in those moments he he does have a, a, a tendency fire. to kind of, yeah to do that. But normally he's very very calm, very chill before the game. You know he's not gonna when he was a safeties coach. I don't know how he is as a coordinator, but he. You know, he wasn't super rah-rah. He would just come and shake your hand and say good luck, and that was it. He, you know, he believed that the, the game game day was the players' day. Like, don't mess with the players. Just let them get ready for the game. All right. Andrew Sandeo joining us here in the Pitbull Tobacco and More broadcast booth on the Tim Donnelly Show, 12-year NFL veteran at safety. Uh, so are you gassing him up to, to – blitz the heck out of Patrick Mahomes you know I think Super Bowl <laughs> I'm not going to say anything we, we talked to him the other day when we saw that video actually sent it to the group chat and we're just needed to get some context on what was going on there um, 
And then when I was like, man, you also need to tent your windows. Like driving around <laughs> Philly with no tent on your windows, like they're like you can't well, do if, that. If if you make it to the Super Bowl, it's it's awesome. <laughs> if things right. go a little south, and yeah. you might want the tent. Exactly. Uh, how do you see him attacking the Chiefs though? That passing that passing attack is is pretty unique, and and he has the task of trying to slow it down. Yeah, I think the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, I feel like if I was a coach, is 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 make it simple. Don't put too much on the guys. Obviously, the, it's going to be there's going to be a lot of nerves, a lot of um, you know, it's a, it's a Super Bowl. So <laughs> I think he's just going to keep it simple and let the pass rush do what they've done all year long. Try to contain Mahomes. Uh, I'm anticipating a lot of doubles on on Kelsey. Um, I don't know that for sure, but just I feel like you know, I think that's kind of where his head would be at for that. I want to I want to poke further on the, the Kelsey comment there because as a safety, I mean, everybody knows going into the Chiefs, <laughs> stop Kelsey, right? When he has the four touchdown games or the 14 catch games, every analyst is sitting there saying, well, they have to stop Kelsey as, as if it were th- that easy. Right. What can you do to slow down somebody like that who seemingly gets it going every game? Sack the quarterback. That's, that's <laughs> probably the best way because a lot of times, too, uh, it's it's hard to, it's hard to game plan for them because you can watch all the all the film you want and you know what they're supposed to run but a lot of it is they're freestyling and they're doing scramble drills so at that point you you have to try to cover a guy for seven eight seconds and it's just it doesn't matter you have two guys three guys on them you know so the best way is just to get after the quarterback and and make them have to throw those crazy ridiculous throws. Uh, which he completes a little less which often. He, yes, exactly. It's still, it's but that's why they have been doing so well ever since that guy's been the quarterback. So, is, is is there a conversation you have with the the D line or the the edge rushers where you're like, hey, listen, man, you could really help me out this this week if you it, could just get home a few the times. Coaches stress it all during the week of like keeping contained. You know, don't create lanes in the pocket for him to step up in, and uh, it's it's just a hard task when there's a athletic quarterback that's mobile like that and. It, like it doesn't matter who he's played he always creates extra time with his feet so it's uh you know we, we give him we like to give him a little encouragement the dns are like some of the freakiest people in the world so they're not people that you would want to get in their face and say like <laughs> hey you need to do better uh just say like, hey man like we need you like please please yeah, please <laughs> andrew sandeo that's the voice you hear longtime nfl veteran in the the defensive backfield um to flip sides to the to the other to the other team. If you're trying to stop the Eagles, right? Obviously not what your buddy Coach Gannon's trying to do. But uh, do you know when a player like AJ Brown is coming in? Maybe on a couple of games where he hasn't gone off the way he has all season, right? Twenty, thirty receiving yards. Are you aware that that you know one of those diva wide receivers? And I put diva in air quotes that nobody can see on the radio. One of those diva wide receivers is is hungry for for a big day. Yeah, especially in a Super Bowl game, I think everyone is obviously trying to, you know, win the game first of yeah. all. And that'd be great if they have a, a insane game stat-wise, potentially get the be able to be the MVP of the game, right? Um, and they do have a lot of weapons, and that's what also makes them a good team. There's a lot of places you can throw the ball, run the ball. Um, it's going to be an exciting game. I'm, I'm honestly like actually excited about it. And and last one before we start talking about some of the, the things you have going on with Braintree. Uh, you, you, I kind of put it diva wide receiver in air quotes. Uh, and, I, and I played at the college level. Why, why are defensive backs, you've been in those rooms a lot, why are they such chirpers? Why, why is the trash talk coming out of that room so often? It's probably because every 
DB in the league would say it's easy to play receiver. <laughs> See, exactly. It <laughs> takes two seconds. They're, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like we're like, look, we can't even touch you down the field. All the rules are in your favor. If we even breathe on you, it's a flag. They can literally review it to see if we touched you like like what what kind of world do we live in you can't even touch the guy like it's football you know and so and then they get paid like 10 times as much as the dbs so it's like i think there's probably a little jealousy along there too that they get all the shine you know if we get burned like we're just getting roasted on on any social media and you know all the rules are in their favor so i you know if i have a son that plays football i'm going to tell him to play receiver there you go you, you, the, i tell running backs to learn to catch or backpedal because the, the money's on the edges. Yeah. And, it, and if you can't backpedal, catching is the, really the most important. Yeah, catch it and, yeah, and and be hot in the red zone. And that, like, you're scoring touchdowns, everyone's going to love you. There you go. Andrew Sendejo, 12-year NFL veteran at safety, joining us here sitting in the broadcast booth, brought to you by Pitbull Tobacco and more. Uh, let's talk about what you have going on since since your playing days, the, the brain tree nutrition aspect of it all. What, what's what's breaking that? Uh, what's breaking out of, of that world? Yeah, so uh, – a couple of college teammates and myself that also played football, played in the NFL, uh, in consultation with neurologists, we formulated brain tree nutrition and it was really just a way to make some products to uh, enhance your cognitive function and then to preserve and protect your brain. Uh, there's not in the NFL, there's not a lot of good rehab protocols for coming back from concussions. A lot of times it's, you know, just sit in the dark room, no loud music, no TV, no screens, uh, when there's a lot of other avenues out there to help you recover from from that. And so the, our flagship product that we launched first was um, Think, and that is for memory, focus, and it also has uh, anti-inflammatory properties for the brain to help, you know, reduce uh, inflammation. Uh, and another, another part of that is... Uh, the ADD, ADHD for guys that have that. So personally, uh, I was diagnosed by three different doctors to, to uh, having ADD, and even the team doctor said, hey, "If you were a guy off the street, I could give I could give you a medication for that." But per the NFL, you don't have a long enough history, and that's going to make us look bad if we give you Adderall or something like that. So we wanted to make something that could help guys focus, you know, for studying plays, whatnot, and just overall brain health. Um, because there's no banned substances in it. It's safe for everyone. It's a lot of uh, extracts, naturally occurring ingredients. They're all backed by clinical studies. Uh, so we have four products that all work synergistically together. We have, like I mentioned, our memory and focus product. We have our uh, ultra-strength probiotic, because there's a ton of studies about gut health being linked to degenerative brain disease. Mm. And then we have our stress and anxiety relief, uh, just obviously because people get stressed uh, in the working world. Some people even get drug tested. They can't take a CBD, a THC, um, and, you know, getting people off of uh, an addictive prescription like a Xanax or something. And then a uh, sleep aid product because sleep is the foundation of all health, especially mental health, brain health. Uh, so we formulated these four products, and um, we've been trying to just, you know, get it out there and, and try to help people, really. How much is that, that element of things discussed in an NFL locker room or, or in an NFL meeting room where, you know, I feel like in the outside world that the brain trauma and all that stuff is is – known but not really when you're actually in it and you're the ones that are risking it every every sunday how much is that part of the conversation you know i, I think it's and i can speak from personal experience when you're younger you you don't take it as serious as the old, when you get older so you know even for myself as i got older if i even kind of remotely felt not okay you know i would take myself out but when you're young you're trying to stay in the league as long as you can you need to be on the field you need to be available that's part of 
staying in the league is being available. And if you're always getting hurt or whatever, you're not going to last very long. Uh, so, I mean, they obviously we talk about it as far as, you know, and looking out for your for your brother, looking out for your boy. If you see that he's kind of messed up, it's naturally it's natural for us to probably want to stay in the game and fight through it. And so you got to be able to be like, hey, man, like take a knee or whatever. Yep. That's Andrew Zendejo, 12-year NFL veteran. Braintree Nutrition can be found online. Yeah, BraintreeNutrition.com. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at uh, Braintree Nutrition. And then a lot of the ways uh, people find us is on Amazon. Pretty easy. Just add it to your cart with all the rest of your stuff. Um, yeah, it's all backed by clinical studies. Uh, you know, it's uh, proven effective and 100% money-back guarantee. So if you think it sucks, just send it back. We'll give you your money back. There but you it's go. not going to suck. So <laughs> There you go. Andrew, we appreciate you for stopping by. Yeah, thanks, guys. Once again, the Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1 Tim Donnelly Show. That's Andrew Sendejo joining us in the broadcast booth. And uh, we'll be back with winners and losers coming up next. So get your winners and losers into our text line, 757-687-9494. That's coming up. The Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. That's good. The bad. Oh, that's bad. And the ugly. I'm certainly grateful to be ugly. It's time to pick the winners and losers. Winners win and losers lose. On the Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. That's right, winners and losers. We do it every single Tuesday here on the Tim Donnelly Show. And as always, we are asking for your help. Just because we're here at Radio Row in Arizona doesn't mean winners and losers doesn't have to be played. Uh, so go ahead and get to our text line, the Dream Lawns text line, 757-687-9494. And, uh, and give us your winners and your losers right now, 757-687-9494. I'll go first. Winner winner donna kelsey it has to be no one's having a better week and i and i want to emphasize this i think about six o'clock on sunday she might turn into a loser just because then she's a a mom that like of all the parents of super bowl uh players there's only one that can say beyond a shadow of a doubt that one of her kids is going to lose right everybody else right now is hoping throughout the entire game is hoping that their kid is the winner she doesn't have anything to root for really other than i guess a high scoring game so uh so donna kelsey is definitely a winner right now she's she's all over the place but i i it gets it gets tougher for her as soon as that game kicks off on sunday tim i got a winner how about the kansas city chiefs winning we talked about it earlier we talked about just the vibe that they're carrying here into Super Bowl week. A lot of them obviously have already been here to the Super Bowl before, but you could just tell on the stage during opening night that they just were loose. They were enjoying the moment, but they weren't letting the moment get too big. And I think that's going to be crucial, especially it's a long week of a lot of things, a lot of media appearances, a lot of things they have to do that's not really football related. And the Kansas City Chiefs, after last night, came out as winners in my book. Uh, we'll go to the text line here from the 757. Richie, I hope you're li- listening. Big winner is Richie's top shot from yesterday. His sister is the biggest winner, no winner, doubt. Winner, chicken dinner. For those of you that missed it yesterday, uh, Richie mentioned that his sister uh, and, and her cancer diagnosis is now in remission. So, obviously, big winner, everybody involved with that one. Uh, we'll go to a, a another uh, text here from the 757. The Broncos are going to win the division next year. Winner, winner. 
If you believe it, put some money on it right now because uh, the Chiefs are in that division, the Chargers are in that division, and the odds will be long that the Broncos will win that division. I mean, the Chiefs are actively going for a Super Bowl, and you're already predicting their demise. That is a, that is a bold one, hey, but, but bold strokes – well, I forget the saying. Something about bold strokes. <laughs> so uh, there you go. I'll give you another one of mine. Uh, loser. Every sports broadcast of the weekend that wasn't the Pro Bowl. Le who? The her. The Pro Bowl gets just incessantly mocked, right? 6.28 million viewers. It was it was flag football that the players themselves didn't care about. 6.28 million viewers, which, according to Ari Myrov of the 33rd team, was the largest audience for a sports broadcast of the weekend. NHL All-Star Game. There was NASCAR. There was a ton of NBA games. The number one watched sports broadcast of the weekend, the Pro Bowl, which wasn't even a Pro Bowl. If you are not football, sorry, you're a loser. Tim, I've got a winner. How about Steve Wilkes? Winner. I really believe that he should have gotten that Carolina job. I think he got kind of the short end of the stick there. But going to a defense that is – one of the best defenses in the NFL in San Francisco. I think it's nothing but good things for him to come, and I think he's going to get another opportunity to be a head coach one of these days next year. Maybe we'll, we'll see, but I think a great place for him is in San Francisco. I'm excited to see what he does. A winner from the 804 says, any Washington Commanders fans are winners. Winning. Because Snyder put his house on the market <laughs> – Looking more and more like he is out. Hallelujah. Uh, now, I will say, the house, and, and I don't even know if all this is true. I saw it on social media, so it's 100% true, right? Everything written on the internet, nobody ever lies there. Sarcasm. Uh, the house is listed for $49 million, which would be the highest sold residential house or building in that area, in kind of the, the, the DMV area. Uh, he holds the record for $48 million for buying his house that's not on the market. Not this one, a different one. So selling the $49 million house when you already have the $48 million house elsewhere in the area, maybe it doesn't mean what you think it does, but I think we all hope it means what you think it means. Uh, how about this? Winner, bookmakers. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. 50 million adults expected to bet $16 billion on the Super Bowl. That's billion with a B, as in boy. Uh, the books are going to – the house always wins in those scenarios. If they're doing their job, everything's going to be A-OK. -okay. If $16 billion are trading hands, they're walking away with a nice little uh, nice little chunk of it. Tim, that was one of mine. I couldn't agree more. But I got a loser. How about Russell Wilson? He's no longer the, the alpha in Denver. Sean Payton's, Payton's going to come in. He's going to take over, and I think – I don't know how Russell's going to react. Probably in a, in a, he's going to say all the right things. He's going to be very positive. But behind the scenes, i got a feeling he's not going to be too happy. And Russell Wilson, I think it's going to, at the end of the day, it's going to be better for the Denver Broncos. But for Russell Wilson himself, probably not so much. His pride will take a hit. I, I think if, if Sean Payton wins in the power struggle and he doesn't end up getting bullied by Russell, uh, I think it'll be better – for it'll be better for Russell, meaning he'll play better. Uh, I don't know what it'll do to the team. I, I mean, I think they've already kind of nail in the coffin with right. the, the trade. 
But it, they can get Russell Wilson playing better even if the team is still in a, in a tough spot. Uh, to the text line we go for more winners and losers here on the Tim Donnelly Show, live from Radio Row in Arizona. Winner, Brooklyn Nets. Winner, winner. Loser, Luka Doncic. What a loser! Which is very obviously saying if you get rid of Kyrie Irving, you're a winner. If you acquire Kyrie Irving, you're a loser. Uh, I'll just put it this way. If history is any indicator, Kyrie will wear out his welcome with his all-world running mate at some point, right? And, and I'm saying he'll grow tired of him. Kyrie grew tired of LeBron. LeBron still desperately wants to play with Kyrie. He was disappointed. He told uh, the, the media that, that he's disappointed that Kyrie is not a member of the Lakers. Uh, Jason Tatum wore out his welcome there very quickly. James Harden moved heaven and earth to become a net and then moved heaven and earth once again to leave the nets. And then obviously Kevin Durant sitting around going, what in the heck? Kyrie. So if history is any indicator, then then yes, Luca likely will not be super jacked up uh, for, for for what's going on. I don't know if that makes him a loser because he's still Luka Doncic and he's still really good. But uh, actually, you know what? I'll throw this one out there. The Dallas Mavericks are the loser. You're such a loser. Because if you upset Luca enough, he'll go elsewhere and still be a great player. Dallas would be the one that's that's stuck in that situation. So. Uh, I'm going to throw Dallas as the big loser in that one. Uh, It is the Tim Donnelly Show. We are live from Radio Row here in Phoenix, getting ready for the Super Bowl coming up in a a couple of days here. Uh, As always, I want to keep you updated on how I can keep you updated. Internet connectivity, Larry King Law. Uh, They they present the internet connectivity, so we're very appreciative of them. Uh, We also have a full hour left to go in the show and then another hour of the best interviews from today. So you want to stick right here to sports, sorry, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. It's still new. We're getting through it. Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. We have uh, Man on the Street brought to you by Margie and Rays coming up in the next hour. We have the one big key. We have a lot to get to. Robbie's even going to try to beat me at trivia. He's 0 for 1 so far. So stick around. More coming up next.